Do you feel like you're trying to balance it all, a healthy, successful business in combination with health and a healthy lifestyle? Well, every time you try, do you feel like you're just running out of steam and burning yourself out and unable to balance your business success with your body's health success? Well, let's look into today's topic, everything about self-care and hustling and what I believe self-care is the new hustle and how the traditional hustle causes you to have disease. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about what is self-care and I'm going to talk about how I believe self-care is the new hustle and then some self-care tips that you can implement right now, simple, savvy and sustainable health hacks for self-care that you can implement right now to get optimal health, to get success in your business. Let's get into it. It's Mondays with Mahela. That's right, me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I absolutely love, love, love and appreciate your support. For any of you who are new, who have not heard me speak on this podcast, on this YouTube channel before, I'm Mahela. I'm a qualified naturopath and I am passionate about all things health, business and overall success. And in Mondays with Mahela, I'm here to provide you simple, savvy and sustainable health hacks to optimize your health. And today I'm going to be talking about the topic of self-care and how I believe self-care is the new hustle. And as I say that, the sun is shining at me. So I am right. It is right. Self-care is the new hustle. It's a confirmation from nature. <laughs> Let's get into it. Well, when you build your own business, you usually put yourself last. Is that right? I know it's happened to me before, and I know I've dealt with individuals where that has happened to them. Do you work nonstop when you're awake until you go to bed? Do you wear this as a badge of honor? this hustling? Do you skip events in your life because work takes over? Whatever it is you're aiming for, to quit your full-time job or have a new income goal, something that is common to all of us. We are absolutely obsessed with moving forward no matter what and willing to risk no matter what and it all, which is beautiful to be as a business professional. However, when it puts a strain on our health, it can impact us and our business. Think about it. Do you need all of this to be successful? What does success look like to you? Working nonstop till you drop and develop a disease? Do, what do you do for fun? What do you do for pleasure? What do you do for play? What does your normal day look like? Is it just work, work, work? When do you have time for yourself? And when is your time to reconnect with your inner self? If you are running low, it is absolutely exhausting. You can fool yourself to believe this um, is amazing and it's a good feeling, but it is your ego and it is a lie, is a false story that you're telling yourself and believing it, that this is what you need to succeed. Hustle versus self-care is such a sensitive topic. And when I talk to individuals about it, everyone gets a little bit funny about it. Because if you listen to a lot of people, there is a bit of shaming that is happening out there in the business world. If you are not working hard enough, if you're not working 
working fast enough, if you are not getting enough done, if you're not being as productive, at least to their standards. You cannot put anything above your well-being. You're the person behind your success. You're the person behind your business. Success can be achieved with the ordinary old school hustle. Self-care will change your life. Self-care will change your business. With some statistics, I know these are statistics from the US, however, we can implement these in Australia also. 10% of visits to the doctor's office are unnecessary according to Consumer Healthcare Products Association in the US and it's costing employers and the country billions of unnecessary healthcare costs. But what if these employees knew how to recognize routine medical issues and they treated themselves through self-care. What would happen? Unhealthy workers are unproductive workers and they are expensive. If that is you or any of your workers within your business. But now that I've spoken a little bit about self-care, well, let's get into it. What is self-care and how can you define that to someone? Because a lot of people are unsure what it means or how to implement it in their life. Well, self-care is a broad term that encompasses just about anything that you do to look after yourself. It is partly about knowing when your resources are running low and stepping back and replenishing them rather than letting them drain away, but also not allowing your resources to get low in the first place. So it's all about being self-aware of how you're feeling, if you're stressed, and then what you can do self-care-wise to look after yourself and reboot your system. So self-care can be defined as, in the dictionary, it refers to an action of attitude which contributes to the maintenance of well-being and personal health and promotes human development, care of the self without medical or professional consultation, and care for oneself. So it's very broad and very simple. We cannot function very well if we are not well. You would tend to agree with me, correct? In your business, you have your clients. How will you look after them if you cannot look after yourself? I know whenever I do business with someone, I look at the individual and I sense their well-being, their self-care. If that is physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, I sense it. And do you know what? If they are not in a good space, they are unable to provide me with the service that I need them to provide me with. So I go to someone else that I believe is looking after themselves and is well physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It is important for us to be able to take care of ourselves. Then we must pay attention to our own well-being. Imagine you're paying for someone to write up a healthcare plan for you to look after your well-being. You go visit them and they're absolutely exhausted. They look absolutely exhausted. They have not been looking after themselves mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually. They can't think. They get things mixed up. They can't answer your question properly. Everything's just all over the place. They haven't slept well in months. Their files are all over the place. They're mixing up your supplements, medications that you own, and so forth. What an absolute mess. So how are they supposed to look after your health if they can't even look after themselves? In that situation, the plan that they provide you with is all over the place. It's unorganized. It's not individualized to you. They probably just got someone else's plan and just doubled it up and gave it to you. So it's not specific for you. It's all over the place. It's unorganized. You don't really even understand it yourself. I would not want a health plan from an individual like that 
that aren't able to look after themselves. I would want it from someone who's energized, remembers information well, recalls information well, answers my questions, connects with me on a level, is passionate and knows when to engage and knows when to listen to me and is self-aware. That is key. Someone who's had a good night's sleep, someone who's feeding their body with amazing nutritious food. This plan they will provide you with will be on point and you will get results. It is essentially a win-win situation and I'm sure this occurs with your clients also. When we don't care about, when we don't take care of ourselves, how are we supposed to take care of our clients? How? It doesn't make absolutely no sense. And yet there is a culture of hustling that keeps putting pressure on you, on ourselves to ignore the physical needs of our bodies and emotional needs of our souls, which invertibly leads to chronic stress, burnout, depression. Data shows that burnout healthcare professionals or even any any professionals and business professionals provide a crappy service, depressed patients, and cannot actively engage in their business. I know I don't want to be one of them, and I'm pretty sure that you don't either. So what do we need to do? We need to self-care. So let's have a look at uh, what self-care is. I looked at this study, which was very interesting, and they broke it down easily. So according to this article in 2016, they looked at self-care in the 21st century, which is now, and they considered several key factors and behaviors which are key in self-care. So let's talk about them, okay? Number one is health literacy, and this is something that I'm providing you with. I'm providing you with health education and information. So health literacy is a key component of self-care. It's broadly defined as an individual's ability to acquire and understand information related to their healthcare. This is where I come in. I'm providing you information, free information. So your health literacy goes up through the roof. So if you listen to my episodes, my podcasts, if you listen to them, your health literacy, your health awareness about your health and well-being is going to go through the roof. That's number one. Number two is individual's awareness of their physical and mental health, including awareness of their current health status. So knowing your current blood levels, knowing your physical level, knowing what is happening in mentally, which requires screening. So these are the tools that come into place that I talk about all the time. Measuring. If you don't measure, you don't know where you're at. Number three is engaging in regular physical activity, such as walking, cycling, eating a healthy diet, um, and so forth. So if you do this, you are healthier. You're more self-aware. You're doing self-care things to make your health be at an optimal level. Number four is effective self-care, which involves avoiding or mitigating a potential health risks, such as eliminating tobacco use and reducing alcohol consumption and um, using or not using products and services that can harm your health. So these are some of the things that this study spoke about. So the author suggests that identifying these domains where individuals are lacking can allow for developing a personalized self-care index to address the potential defects that they're missing out on deficiencies. So if they don't have the information, if they don't have screening tools, if they are not limiting um, the products that are hurting them, or if they're not you know, already including good diet lifestyle factors, these are the things that you can take in consideration. So why and how is self self-care the new hustle well let's get into it it's my favorite part i've been waiting to do this episode for such a long time the main reason why we hustle is to be more productive more efficient have more to give 
be overall better, achieve success, outplay our competition, achieve goals, be improved and better in whatever it is we do. Well, what if I told you all of this can be achieved with self-care and not the hustle, the ordinary hustle? So the six benefits of self-care, if you include self-care right now into your routine and remove the old school hustle, you would achieve these benefits. Better productivity. When you learn how to say no to things that are overextend you and start making and start taking your time for things that you don't want to do or can't do or slow you down, this brings your goals into sharper focus. So saying no is part of self-care. It can also improve resistance to disease. This is evidence that most self-care activities activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which means that your body goes into a rest and rejuvenate mode. It's not in the sympathetic mode and high stress. The other one is better physical health. Similar to my last point that I mentioned, with better self-care, most of us become aware of our physical body, thus we exercise more, thus we become more resilient and we get less flus, less stomach upsets. So the less stress, the better our immune system and our physical health overall. Self-care increases our self-esteem. When you when you regularly put time out for you and self-care and do things for yourself and not meeting other people's needs, you set a positive message out there to the subconsciousness world that you are looking after yourself, that you're treating yourself and that you matter the most. And thus your self-esteem is going to go through the roof because you love yourself on a higher level and much more deeper than you did before when you're just hustling and working to 2am and saying yes to everyone and all those things, right? The other one is increased self-knowledge, which is absolutely key for any business professional. Practicing self-care requires thinking about what you really want and need in life. The exercising of figuring out what makes you feel passionate and inspired can help you understand yourself a lot better. Sometimes this can even spark a change or in a different career or new hobbies. So being self-aware and, and knowing what what you can do to improve the world is just so much better than just draining yourself into a hustle and doing something that you don't like or that you think you like. But when you take time out to yourself, you actually realize, wow, I love, I don't know, gardening, or wow, I love uh, digital marketing, or wow, I absolutely love being a nurse, a doctor, or I absolutely love writing. That is something that happens with self-care because you are in a parasympathetic mode and you're given time to reconnect. The last one, which is what all of us want to do and the reason why most of us hustle is we want to give more, okay? The more we do, the more we give. When you're good to yourself, you might think you're being selfish. In truth, self-care gives you the resources you need to be compassionate to others, okay because you have more to give then if you're looking after yourself you're more energized you have more energy you're more self-aware so you are able to actually give more to the individuals okay quality work you're able to give them quality work instead of just quantity coming out of you okay with this you are more productive efficient you have more to give you're achieving success you're achieving your goals you're better you're improved 
at whatever it is you do because you have more energy because you have less pain because you have less brain fog you have more time you're less overwhelmed you're coping better you have better coping strategies and you actually love life and love what you do you're not just doing it you're not just hustling through getting a smashing it out because you just have to you're doing it because you're taking care for yourself and you're figuring out what it is that you love to do and then you're doing it self-care is the new hustle and it's going to change your health it is going to change your business it's going to turn it around you're going to have more time you're going to have less pain you're going to see clearer your brain fog is going to lift it's just going to blow your mind away okay Let's get into five self-care tips that I can re- that I can provide to you, inform you about, right? And I've broken them down into different sectors because I love this, right? I love this stuff and I do this stuff all the time. It is key for me to be successful, for my patients to be successful. I've broken them down into professional, emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, social, and financial. These to me are key. You need to have self-care in all of those, okay? I know it seems like a lot, but if you do it properly, wow, 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 wow. What you get out of it is absolutely crazy. So let's look at professionally, okay? Number one, in the business world, professionally. Share your strengths with others. What I'm doing right now, Mondays with Mahela, I'm sharing my strengths, which is research, which is natural medicine. I'm sharing that with you. Have a clear, have clear professional boundaries whilst living your purpose. Okay, have time to say no to business partners. Have time to say no to clients so you can look after you. Eat a nourishing lunch at work, a breakfast. Keep hydrated. Negotiate your needs with your boss or with your workers. Have clear professional boundaries and attend professional development coaching and classes. This is self-care on a professional level. Self-care emotionally, this is a key one. This is a lot what we focus on, what we hear about in the news, what we hear on Instagram is engage with your emotions, acknowledge them, say hello to your emotions, feel them and then say goodbye. That's how I like to say in short. Remember, emotions are neither good or bad, they just are, okay? Once you come to terms that emotions are neither good or bad, they just are, things are going to change. Keep a daily journal and totally be honest about your feelings. Write them down whatever you're feeling. Be honest, let it out. This is self-care 101 emotionally. See a therapist if needed. If, If it is only eight, five, six, seven sessions that you need, do it because these individuals are trained professionals that can assist you. Make time for your family and friends who truly understand you and spend time with them. I know that when you're working, you're just working, 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 you have no time to see family and friends because your business goals are so big that you need to achieve them in such a short period of time. But if you take time out to spend time with loved ones, you'll be mind blown to what it does to your brain, mind blown to what it does to your productivity. Deliberately encourage yourself to laugh watch funny stuff, call mates, talk about old memories and just get out there and laugh. This is emotional well-being. Spiritual self-care, okay? You may think only spiritually has to do with religion. That's not right. This is for anyone. Everyone has spiritual self-care. It's about getting in touch with your values and what really matters to you, okay? Spiritual self-care 101, having a sense of purpose is vital for your health, for your business, for yourself. 
spiritual self-care ideas include such things as keeping a diary, a meditation, a prayer, whatever it is that you believe in, you connect with. Read poetry that's so beautifully written. Connect to it. Walk in nature and reflect on the nature around us. We all have Mother Earth around us. Reflect to it. Connect to it. Make a daily list of five or ten things that you are grateful for every day. Go on a trip for sole purpose of taking photos of things that inspire you. You know, this is spiritual self-care 101. Affirmations, things like that are going to help you and assist you with your self-care spiritually. The next one is physical self-care 101. The importance of self-care definitely extends to pure physical aspects of your life. We have this body. We are in this body in this lifetime, which means we need to look after this body. I know a lot of people are out there a lot talk about just spirituality or they just talk about emotions. However, we need to also understand that we are in this body. Physically, we need to look after it. So what does that look like? Saunas, going for a walk, going for a run facials, baths, gym sessions, massages, cupping, osteopathy, chiropractic, anything physically is going to create that energy in your physical being and look after your body. You only have one. Mental. Okay, mental self-care is key and it is spoken about a lot these days. And I love this part because if you ensure that your mental health being is number one, okay, on state, and it's not bored, and it's always upgrading, so like you're always upgrading your soft, uh, software, so for example, uh, Mahela Ragu's version 1.1 was like 10 years ago, Mahela, Mahela's up to version like 2 or 3 or 4, maybe even 5, I'm always upgrading, I'm always learning new things, okay, and that is the self-care about mental health, is learning new things, learn new things, apply thinking, apply strategic thinking to it, problem solving, be mindful, be creative, be motivated. These are all mental that you, mental things that you can do to look after yourself mentally with self-care. The other one is social, okay? This is a huge one, and I've spoken about being social with individuals and what that does to your health, okay? Social self-care is another category that is absolutely important for us. It might look different depending on who you are, where you are, if you're introverted, if you're extroverted. However, connecting to other humans is key for our health. And it's been proven in a number of studies that the more connected you are socially, the more healthier you are, the less pain you have, less brain fog, more energy, right? Because you never know what the next person can teach you. You never know what you're going to hear from the next person. You never know what love, what feelings you're going to feel with the next person that you meet, okay? So what are some self-care techniques for socially? Make a date with a friend, with a family member that you haven't caught up with. Go have a date with them, lunch, dinner, whatever it is, for a coffee and a walk, catch up with them. Write an email to someone who lives far away, but you miss them, that you haven't heard from for a while. Send them a letter. Why not? That doesn't get done often. I would love to receive a letter from someone. That'd be absolutely amazing instead of bills or something along those lines. Reach out to someone who you haven't seen for a while. Consider joining a group of like-minded individuals who share your values, who share what you believe in. Strike up a conversation with someone totally random that you just meet. Talk to them. Be social with them. Sign up to a class or something that you haven't learned and be social in that sense. There's so many things that you can do socially to look after yourself. The other one is financial. This is not spoken about as much as it should be. Financial health 
is so important to your overall well-being. As we know in studies, it's been proven if you're not financially secure, it is a huge stressor in your life, which essentially causes a number of diseases. So financial security is key. So financial literacy and being good with your finances on your level, whatever level that is, is important. Having a conscious relationship with money, having a relationship with money, that is the key. You need to have a relationship with money, a healthy relationship with money. What are some self-care techniques for financial is knowing where your income is coming from knowing when your income is coming, knowing where your expenses are going, when and how much, keeping all of your financials up to date. Because if we don't deal with them, we're going to have to deal with them one time. Knowing how you're saving, having a financial plan, having a financial goal is key for self-care 101 financially. Okay, so there you have it. I've spoken about what happens to business professionals or any other individual if they are not looking after themselves and they are just hustling, hustling, hustling their way through life and they're just working, they're not they're just not looking after themselves, which essentially I believe that the old school hustle just leads to disease. Okay, it leads to disease. And I've spoken to you about five self-care tips well not even five i've spoken to you about a lot more health self-care tips professionally emotionally spiritually physically mentally socially financially i've spoken about at least one of those to you to give you tips on how to look after yourself self-care so self-care is the new hustle if you look after yourself you are able to going to achieve success in your health and in your business. Let me know your thoughts. If you know someone who's hustling their way through business and not looking after themselves, share this video with them, give them a wake up call. It may just change their life. Okay, there you have it. That was the episode for today. Thank you so much. Do what you do best. Love, like, share, subscribe. I absolutely love you. Thank you so much. Till next Monday, love you.